Welcome, Switched On crew. Dan here with today's signals around how to master your public speaking. With me today is Brendan from Master Talk. He is the producer of the fast-growing YouTube channel, Master Talk. And a great quote from Brendan in the episode today, communication is every single interaction you have in your life. Join us and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome. This is Dan from the Switched On Podcast, and I'm excited to bring uh, my guest, Brendan, from the Master Talk uh, YouTube channel today to talk to you guys about uh, mastering the art of public speaking. So, Brendan, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to the audience? Of course, Dan. Thanks for having me. So, yeah, my name is Brendan. I'm the founder of Master Talk, which is a YouTube channel I started to help the world master the art of communication. And how I got started, Dan, was when I was in university, I used to do these things called case competitions. So think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So while other guys my age were playing sports like basketball or baseball or soccer, I never really understood any of those things. What I did instead is I applied the same competitive spirit, but to presentations. So for three years, I presented hundreds of times, coached dozens of people on their communication skills. So when I graduated from university and I started working in the corporate world, I just asked myself a question, which was, how do I add more value to society? How do I contribute more to the people around me? And that's what the idea for the YouTube channel came to be, because I noticed that a lot of communication content out there, especially from my time in venture capital, I was noticing especially a lot of technical founders people who had amazing ideas, weren't able to communicate their ideas and also couldn't afford a speech coach like me. So I started making videos in my mother's basement. One thing led to another and Master Talk grew from there. <laughs> That's a great story. You know, in there, I want to uh, retrace a little and, and have you reference uh, something that uh, I like to term as a signal. When we get a signal that comes in and we question a belief about something we had believed all along. And then we found out that, man, I, I've actually learned something. I'm going to charge off in a new direction. Was there one particular moment or instance where you said, hey, the sports thing isn't for me, but I'm going to, I'm going to charge down this other path? Uh, did, was there a particular thing that triggered that uh, inquiry? Yeah, absolutely. I would say one thing that's been consistent throughout my life, Dan, is this idea, Tony Robbins puts it best, so I'll just summarize and explain from my point of view what he means, this idea that the quality of your life is solely determined by the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. And what he means by this is that the people who are successful, at least how I see it anyways, the only difference is that they're willing to ask themselves hard questions about life very early on in life. So if you take me as an example, and that's the habit I recommend people take so that they make the decision to you know, pursue presentations or anything that they care about rather than what conventional wisdom wants them to do, is to wake up and ask yourself one hard question about life every single day. Questions like, what are you pretending not to know? If you were God, what would you do first and why? If you died tomorrow, what would your funeral speech say about you? And of course, Peter Thiel's question, what is the truth that you believe in that most people disagree with you on? 
All of these questions are free. They're available, but most people don't want to answer them. And it's by answering these questions that I was able to carve out a unique path for what I'm doing in life. Oh, that's beautiful. I uh, am a huge proponent of deeply questioning everything. And I, I've turned my way of thinking is the signals coming in and the signals come in uh, to your life and everything from, hey, if you're not sleeping well, why is that? Question it. There's a reason why. What did you eat or drink the last night before you went to bed? Or what did you, didn't you do around getting the right light into your life? The, the, the depth of questioning that can go on has never stopped to amaze me once you start getting in the rhythm of it. And another simple question I do every morning is I used to believe in multitasking and then I really found out and, and experienced that it's really a myth. What I really came to do is, yeah, I have a lot of things on my list, but I question every morning, what is the one thing I'm getting done today, bar none? I will not stop my day until that thing is done. Then I can go to number two or number three if I've got the bandwidth to do it. But that methodology has really helped me be much more successful at keeping a smooth rhythm to life. I love that. And I do the same thing with my life. For me, the one thing, and I still miss a couple of days, but I get for most of the time, is write one YouTube video every day. I cannot go to bed if I don't get this one thing done. That's how I've been able to write my content so well in advance. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Perfect. So, um, you know, going down this vein is when you look at the helping people master talk um, in our uh, pre-discussion, you had mentioned, you know, Dale Carnegie um, as uh, somebody you look up to and that you're patterning things after. And, one of the things that I loved about uh, some of the Dell Carnegie things uh, I've been through was um, there was a statement or a quote where it's, you know, it's possible to change others' behavior by changing one's behavior towards them. And I look at mastering talk as you're changing the way you are towards other people. And as a result, you're going to change their behavior in, in the interaction. I want you to talk to me a little bit about from your master talk and your expertise that you're uh, helping people with. Talk to me about what you've noticed in the ability to change people's behavior by the way you are. Yeah, absolutely. I think a good way of describing it in my words is this idea that the energy that you bring to a, an environment, a setting, a place has a lot more impact than you than you think. And the example I give is mirroring. So imagine the following scenario, Dan. You wake up in the morning. You're getting ready for tennis, for breakfast, for work, whatever it is you want to do. And you look in the mirror in your bathroom. So two things happen. You'll either show up in two different ways. The first way, this applies to everyone, not just you, is you'll say, wow, today's such an amazing day. I get to play tennis with my family. I get to get Brendan on for a show and a podcast and share his knowledge. Life is amazing. But the opposite is also true. This day sucks. I got to talk to this Brendan guy to on a podcast. Ugh, why am I even talking to him anyways? Then after I have to family time with tennis, ugh, why do I have to keep hitting balls? I don't understand the point of this. So same rule applies. The energy 
whether it was the good and the bad gets projected onto everyone else around you. If it's good, then amazing energy will be passed down to your colleagues, your friends, your family, and more importantly, your audience. But the opposite is also true. If you don't show up with the right energy, you'll also cause that negative behavior to be projected to everyone else around you. So what's the punchline here, Dad? The punchline is the following. The mirror that you look at in the morning isn't just an object. It is the very thing that you are. Because as speakers, as people, as content creators, as people who seek to make a difference, we are mirrors. Because we reflect our own emotions onto the people that we speak to. So once we understand that, the only question left to ask is which emotions will we choose to project? Will we choose to project negativity, sadness, and negativity? negative thoughts or will we choose to project positivity reassurance and love and that choice is entirely ours yeah that's really great and well said when you talk about uh, the mirror uh, it's really interesting several years ago i went through a process of really realizing that i fundamentally didn't love myself completely and I had watched an amazing YouTube video by a lady named Nadia, and she had you know, recommended this strategy of waking up every morning, spending a couple minutes in the mirror uh, naked, of all things, but pick things about yourself that you would say you love. So look at your nose and say, God, I love my nose. And look at your ears and go through this process of really just fundamentally loving yourself to the point that you no longer looked at the physical that you were deeper and looked at your soul. And I found that by doing that, that helped me really get in touch with others in a much deeper way as well. I love that. Thanks for sharing. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Uh, It's so interesting. I loved your reference to the mirror. It's what triggered the thought. Um, You know, a lot of people think of Um, mastering talk in the way of a business presentation, or as you said, um, tech founders, but it's in, it's in all walks of everyday life. Maybe share a few ways to use this in in everyday life um, to, to help us perform better in all areas. Yeah, absolutely. The way that I see it is simple. Communication has very little to do with presentations, but rather everything. Communication is the tough conversation that you have with your family. Communication is the way that you have long dinners with people you haven't seen in many years. Communication is every single interaction you have in your life. And once you realize how to communicate more effectively, not only will your presentations at work will get better, but your entire life will get better. You know that feeling when you travel to a foreign country that you don't know the language, but for some reason you feel like the other person understands you. Why is that? It is the idea of how you communicate, not just your energy, but everything that you are. So the idea is, once you understand what that incentive is, why is it that you want to master communication, that's when those things will start to show up in your life. So I'll give you an easy example that I like to use. Let's say you're in a relationship, whether that relationship is with your significant other, or whether that relationship is with your kids or somebody close to you. And you'll realize that 70% of the time, you're always arguing, but you're realizing that the arguments have nothing to do with one person being right or one person being wrong, but rather a misunderstanding on both sides. 
So if you just got really good at communication and clearly articulating your thoughts, you would have 70% less arguments. So life seems a lot better that way. And that analogy can be applied to anybody that you're currently butting heads with. But that's an example you can think about. Yeah, no, really, really true. And it, it is uh, it is in all those moments that uh, you can have an impact in a lot of ways. Um, when you look at the benefits um, and you look at the hopes and dreams you have with your YouTube channel and with what you're developing as as your platform, what do you what are you hoping people get as they come in and experience your content and you know looking for uh, making an impact for those people. Talk to me about what you're wanting to, to really do and how you'd like to see that manifest. Yeah, absolutely. For, for me, the goal is so that every single individual has an idea worth sharing, has access to the free tools on how to communicate those ideas and make them spread. So that could be an executive at a company who wants to share their product or service that they really think will make a difference in the world, all the way down to a six-year-old girl who sells lemonade to raise a bit of money for charity. All of these people, I believe, have great ideas. And it's about giving them access to those tools readily and availably so they can use those tools to, to make a tremendous change. I, I think the thing that excites me the most about Master Talk is the next Elon Musk that nobody knows about. You know, if I if I want if you know if I pull off what I what I'm seeking to pull off in my life, my my ultimate vision is in 40 years when I'm an old guy, you know, the next Elon Musk, whether it's a man or a woman, regardless of where they live, will come up to me and said, Hey, you know, when I was 20 years old, I was watching your YouTube videos. Thanks for giving me the courage to to speak up and share my truth. So that's probably uh, the most exciting part about my vision, what I do every day. Yeah, I know that's that's a neat vision because um, you never know what's the one thing that's gonna kind of unlock that hidden power in in everybody. And if you can impact one person like that or thousands, it's it's truly a, a gift. And so that's a wonderful aspiration and way to think about it. I love it. Of course, the um, when I think about the ways that um, you are going to interact with people, and YouTube is certainly one of them, do you have other ways and other thoughts? Are you looking at developing applications? Or are you looking at developing other tools for people? Yeah, I'll probably start entering different mediums like podcasting, like having my own, or you know, getting more serious on other social media platforms like TikTok and LinkedIn. But for now, I'll, I'll probably venture into the app space later when I, when I see an interesting use case. I'd say for now, I think what most people need the most is just a boost of confidence to say that they can be great speakers. But I'm definitely excited to see what's going to be down the line. Yeah, cool. The, in our pre-call, you had mentioned that one of your um, passions is to surround yourself with the best. And wanted to just have you share a little bit around your mindset around uh, what does that mean? How do you do that? And, and how does that help you, you know, manifest in a new or different way? Yeah, for sure. So, so the way that I think about surrounding yourself with great people is the following. A lot of people also ask me things like, how do I build relationships with you? How do I find those people? How do I get everyone to like me? The truth of the matter, Dan, and we can just play this out for the sake of it. And I promise it'll be the only math lesson I'll teach today. <laughs> Let, let's just assume that we live for 50 more years. I'm pretty sure you'll live a lot longer than that, Dan, but let's just assume 50. 
for the sake of it. And every year and every day of that year, you get to meet one new person, which is very optimistic. So let's say in a given year, you know, you meet 300 people. So once again, don't want to make this a math class, but if you do a quick math on that, 50 years times 300 people a year is 15,000. So the question you always need to ask yourself when you're trying to build relationships with people, depending on what your goals and dreams and aspirations are, it's not about saying, how do I get everyone to like me? How do I give my business card to everyone around me? But rather saying, who do I want those 15,000 people to be? Out of the billions of people out there, I only get to interact with at the most 15,000, probably less. So choosing those people wisely will determine your future. And if you pick correctly, you'll get where you want to be. And if you don't pick correctly, you will not get where you want to be. That's why, you know, I think a lot of people don't talk about this is this idea of what is the cost of success. And the unfortunate reality of success is that as you become more successful, you actually have to leave behind most people because most people don't want to join you on the next stage of your life. So you need to be willing to give up those people and to make new relationships that get you to the next stage of life. Yeah, no, really good. The um, When you talked about lifespan, it's really interesting because one of my personal mantras is that the place where we error a lot, both in businesses and in personal, is we don't define our problem good enough. And by a, a bad problem statement, we end up getting not the result that we, we desired. So, you know, personally, I said a very interesting problem statement around longevity. I said, I want to live to 110 with full mind capabilities and full vitality. And then I started solving for that definition and saying, okay, what does that mean I need to eat? What does that mean I need to drink? What does that mean I need to, on and on it goes. But as a result, I'm giving my best chance at getting that you know, result I want as my problem defined. So another funny sidelight, but when you said that, it, it kind of triggered me on my problem definition thought process. I love that. I think I think very much in the same ways. We're we're pretty much operating from first principles, right? Elon Musk talks about this a lot. But the idea to keep it simple for the audience is instead of asking yourself or instead of saying this is true, you need to start asking yourself what is actually true and why is it true? And right. when you start going from A to B and you start asking yourself these questions, going back to that deep thought, you start to optimize for what you actually want whether yeah. it's a YouTube channel, whether it's a 110 years old of living with a full, mod, uh, full mind and body. It's, it's all about picking what those priorities are for you and optimizing against them. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is a truly exciting ride when you do it because never in my wildest imagination did I imagine that I would be a fully vegan plant-based person you know, at this stage of my life. But as I went through that questioning and problem solving for that problem statement, it led me to machining out, you know, everything. And I was down to a plant-based diet and I was like, wow, this is incredible. <laughs> so really, really amazing. Well, cool. Um, the last question I'd like to, to talk through is we talked, touched uh, at the beginning on signals, but I also have this thing that I term cauliflower moments where um, a cauliflower moment is when you stop and deeply question something that you really believed was true. 
And my reference to cauliflower is really simple. I went through 30 years of my life hating cauliflower. My mom used to cook it, stunk the house up. It was soggy. Absolutely despised it. <laughs> and then as I got older and started questioning for my 110 problem statement, I was shocked that uh, cauliflower was such an amazingly nutritious thing. It was an amazing brain food. It was an amazing thing for the body. And now it's one of my most uh, consumed things. Probably three or four times a week I have either cauliflower mashed potatoes or you know, cauliflower sautéed or some version of cauliflower. And com completely mind-boggling that I had never questioned it, but I had formed this hugely firm belief that I hated it. And so I turned these moments, uh, and we can all have many of them by using the questioning process that you and I have been talking. But do you have a, either a fun or a serious moment where you just said, holy mackerel, I questioned something and walked away believing something completely different than I thought I did. <laughs> I've definitely had a lot of those moments, uh, probably even today on a daily basis. But I would say the biggest one is uh, when I was 19 years old and I was listening to Lewis Howes' podcast, School of Greatness. And the first time I asked him, I, I heard him ask this question. The question goes as follows, Dan. Let's say it's your last day on earth. Okay, you've accomplished everything that you wanted to do. You got all the books, the podcast, you're the superstar that you wanted to be. But unfortunately, you got to go. And what's even more unfortunate is for some reason that we don't understand, all of your books, all of your podcasts, everything that you did gets erased. So we have nothing to remember you by. But luckily for us, there's a piece of paper right next to you with a pen where you could write down three things that you believe to be true about the world based on all of your experiences. And these are the only three lessons that we have to learn from you and to share with everyone else. What would you write on that piece of paper? Yeah, that's the, really good. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, thanks. And, and the reason this became a cauliflower moment to me is after I, I heard that question and guests responding probably the 50th time, the 75th time, after around, let's, let's give an arbitrary number here, after a, a hundred times of listening to the answer, the answers of other people, I thought one day of asking myself that question, what are my three truths? And that's what led to the spiral reaction uh, to asking myself hundreds of other questions, having a full question bank and leading to the person I am today. And all started with that one question that I thought to ask myself. So that would be the cauliflower moment that comes to mind. Uh, really good. Love it. Well, listen, uh, Brendan, great having you on the show. Um, as we wrap up, where can people find you and how would you like to interact with them? You know, if they listen to this and really want to dive in deeper. Yeah, absolutely, Dan. So the easiest way to get in touch is definitely my YouTube channel. All you need to do is go on YouTube and type the words the word master talk in one word, and you'll be able to find all my tips and tricks on how to master the art of public speaking. So that's master talk in one word. Great. And uh, I look forward to uh, continuing to watch your videos myself. I've been through uh, many of them on your channel and I uh, look forward to your con content creation and uh, staying connected as uh, we both uh, evolve our our content and the way we uh, want to help people. So it's uh, really uh, great to spend some time with you today. Of course, Dan. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks. Thanks.